What's up, Brewskis? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great, the powerful, it's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Hey, buddies. Tonight's brew is from the OEC Brewing Company. Yet again, this time we have their alt beer. And Adam will have a little bit more about that after the break. What do we have for you guys today? A little bit of a recap. We told you that we would give you the update uh, or we would talk about more in depth Netflix. Yeah. And uh, how things are going over there. We ran out of time last time, so. Spoiler alert, not great. Mm. And also, we have an update on the Wops Hops saga. If you're local or if you listen to what, I don't know, two, ep- two episodes back. That was two episodes back. I think right? so. It was two yeah. episodes back. They blend together. You'll know that we addressed some local news, and we have a bit of an update on that. So we're going to talk about that. And finally, Doctor Strange, or more importantly, or larger rather, Disney. There is some LGBTQ references in the movie itself, which sounds really stupid to even frame it that way. <laughs> to have to announce. There's, there's, there's a homosexual character or side character or some kind. I don't know. Yeah. And... Uh, Apparently, Disney has finally uh, bucked up, and they're taking a stand. <laughs> they're taking a stand. I wonder why. I wonder what pushed them to do that, finally. Yeah. So we'll yeah. get into that and maybe some more. But before that, we just got to crack open these brewskis. This is episode 352 of the One Beer In Podcast. My oak, if you know what I mean. Drop it out right during that joke. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, this is the one beer in podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us. As I said, thank you guys for listening. Um, at liking, sharing, subscribing, all that jazz. You know, you know the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, we got a lot to get into, but before we can do all that, we have to get more into this beer. So, Obi, please tell the people a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight. Well, as you introed with, this is the OEC Oak Fermented Alt Beer, German, Brown, Ale, and it's a 4.8% ABV. I do, fortunately, have a cold read for you. Hell yeah, brother. <clears throat> Goes as follows. Cool shipped and oak fermented. Our oak fermented alt beer is brewed using a traditional German step infusion mash and hopped with spalt select hops. Fermentation starts in open tanks for one week, followed by oak for an additional three weeks. It is then cold matured for four weeks prior to packaging. www.oecbrewing. Dot com. All right. Product of USA. <coughs> OEC, um, they've been doing a lot of good stuff so far. So. Ordinum Eccentrici Coctoris. That's what OEC stands for, if you're curious. Don't sleep. Mm-mm. Don't sleep. Okay. So let's get into this recap. I'm going to yeah. maybe, maybe add us down there. Yeah. 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 Nice yeah uh first things first 
Let's talk about Wops Hops. Let's just get that out of the way. Sure. Local news. So Wops Hops, a local tap room, very local. Mm -hmm. Can't get more local than a place like Wops Hops. It's kind of a hole in the wall. Yeah. In a very, like, nice, popular area of Sanford, downtown Mm -hmm. Sanford. Yes. And if you remember from a couple episodes ago... They got in a little bit of trouble, a little bit, a little bit of a PR nightmare for this local place. Yeah, um, they had a Blondale that they were releasing, and they had a misfortunate name and <laughs> logo for it. Yeah, they wanted to call it a twenty-year-old blonde, mm-hmm. and uh, they wanted to have a busty blonde. Unfortunately. I know I, I know we said that we would post a picture on that episode, but like I looked it up and yeah, it was just like that tiny tooth, like yeah. stamp. Yeah. I just I couldn't do anything with it. They, to they make it. essentially wiped the internet of the image. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, they they wiped the internet. They um, removed every everything uh, uh, pertaining to that beer from their social media. Yeah. And then they put. Every woman that works there, front and center, <laughs> for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then they tried it to go uh, business as usual. Sure. And uh, there are... P- <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that didn't work. What did we predict on the show? If, I mean, if somebody missed the episode in which we talked it about I mean, it. We, you definitely said uh, almost play-by-play what was going to happen here. And uh, it has happened. Yeah. It has happened. Yeah. And so couple of weeks goes by of them pretending like nothing has gone on um every post has at least one or two people sometimes more uh, making a joke about the fact that they're ignoring things or just outright calling them out for ignoring and not making any kind of public statement True. and then finally two and a half weeks after all of this controversy shook out we have our notes app apology. Yes. So, Obi, do you want to just read it? Sure. <sighs> We're sorry. We're sorry. Recently, it was brought to our attention that the name of one of our latest brews offended some of our favorite people. In retrospect... The chicks. <laughs> yeah, chicks, man. Uh, in retrospect, the two old farts who own this brewery messed up and should have known better. So there's no dancing around it. It sucked, and we apologize. Obviously, the beer needs to be renamed and should pay tribute to the powerful and motivating women who have influenced our lives now, generations before, and generations to come. Comment below or DM us with your suggested renames of our new light blonde raspberry ale. Keep an inspired woman in mind as you do. A donation in the amount of $500 will be made to the charity of your choice in the winner's name. To all of you who reached out to us and made your voices heard, thank you. We support and express, excuse me, we support your expression and your opinions, and we listen. We will do better. Cheers to you, Greg, Pete, and the entire WAPS, HOPS team. Thanks and cheers. Followed by their address. Which... Which one is the WAP? Greg or Pete? Didn't you say... I I thought you said his name. Did I? I thought you did. Maybe. I thought you identified the quote-unquote WAP. I think it it might be Greg. Okay. I don't know. One of them. One of them is. Well... I feel uncomfortable naming one of them the WAP if they're not. Yeah, I'm not going to call either one of them the WAP (laughs) until we can confirm 
which one indeed mm-hmm. is the WAP. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, folks. That's 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 how these things go True. nowadays. And and mind you, the comment section, my friend. <laughs> Can you guess what's going on with the comment section? <laughs> the comment section. There's only two ways this could have gone. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So it was first a handful of people saying. Oh, you know, thank you. That's really appreciated. You did the right thing. Finally, an answer. Finally, a response to this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a mountain, a Mount Everest of <laughs> mostly dudes <laughs> going in and going, I don't see the problem with it. <laughs> you shouldn't apologize. Why are you apologizing? Uh, uh-huh. Um. There was one comment that I actually agree with 100%, which is if it was, like, aged for 20 years or something like that, it would make sense. Yeah. But the 20-year thing throws you off immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that was my initial reaction to it. I thought it was an aged blonde. What's the point of 20 years? Specifically, it, it's very weirdly specific. Yeah. You know? It's a, Well, it's it's... I mean, it's... It's just purely misogynistic. I mean, I hate to just like go there and just and just flat out just like that's. But that's there's no other. Well, I'm so uh, I'm like genuinely curious about the decision making here because it's like, did somebody did somebody at first workshop like, what about the 18 year old blonde? And they're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ, Greg, what's wrong with you? We're not monsters here, okay. <laughs> 19? Uh, still a teenager. It's, it's, yeah, still teen. Okay, look. Technically. Look, it's 2022. She's not going to be a teen. We'll make her 20. She's got to be an adult. She's got to be 20 years We're old. We're all adults here. She has right. to be an adult. Is that how they landed on it? Because, again, it would make perfect sense. Not perfect sense, but it would make more sense if it was 21-year-old, right? Yeah, I mean, Drinking it would, age, it would, I guess right? it would make you feel a little bit better about it. I, I mean, at least there's some kind of cognitive connective tissue here. Work with me, guys. No, honestly, I don't think I don't think there was a thought at all. <laughs> I think somebody thought it was funny. I mm. think that's the only thought that was that somebody just blur, probably just blurted it out. Like, what should we call this blonde ale? Uh, yeah. Fucking, you know, 20 year old blonde, just like the Wob likes them. Am I right, guys? <laughs> ah, they all fucking. Ah. Yeah, and then uh, some of they probably just like, eh, fuck it, yeah. let's just do that. Why yeah. not? Well, I just I don't think that there's yeah I don't I don't think there was any kind of uh, roundtable yeah, yeah. discussion on this. I hope not. <laughs> I hope that there wasn't. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> that would that would honestly make this even worse. That'd be more tragic if there was actual thought put in this. Yeah. Um. So almost almost needless to say. Um. There was a lot of infighting in the comment section. Uh, some people, actually, I saw multiple comments saying, "Wow, like seeing the responses to this is showing what your clientele is." Yeah, and like I, I, I am completely turned off from your brewery now, like forever. Um, obviously, a lot of support, <laughs> um, a lot of you know misogyny. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say, but. Inevitably, and you know this is going to come. Um, they ended up cutting out all the comments. They turned them off. Turned it completely off. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's I, where we are now. It's, I mean, it, comments are off. 
I don't know how. Is this the latest post they haven't posted since? They haven't posted since. We're, we're sitting on it. We're, I don't know how. I mean, I'm not. I'm not defending Wops Hops at all. But I just don't know how you can be surprised that that is the clientele base of Wops Hops. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not. I'm not prejudging every single person that walks into that building. We walked into that building. I was building. just about, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So multiple I'm not, times. I'm not saying that it's every single person there, but what I'm saying is that is the vibe of the place. Sure. It is. It's the it's vibe. older. It's, you know, kind of Dog, in the fucking apology, they're like, you know, the two old farts that run this place, they're a little behind the times and we're, yeah, yeah. you know, we're really sorry about that. Sure. And it's like I mean that not, again, not to defend the place, but like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a couple of old white dudes that run <laughs> this, the place. This uh, this is not boomer erasure, okay? No, nah, like, no. Nah, yeah, it's just it, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it is like what it when, is. When a place like that is run for so long by a couple of old dudes, like a joke like that is gonna fly under the radar sometimes. Like honestly, if we weren't in, if we weren't living in this, like, uh, um. Like uh, uh, post yeah, me too, like of... yeah. If 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 this was like five years ago, nobody would have said a thing. Oh, no. I mean, people would have been like, people probably would have saw it on the draft list and been like, oh, that's uh, gross. Yeah, but nobody would have would have said anything. And sure. I, and 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 it's a good thing that people are saying things so that like changes can be made and people can rethink. Because you're, I don't, I don't believe that you are ever too old to rethink. Or, or to reconfigure your line of thinking. Yeah. I think the idea that, hey, man, he's 70. What do you want him to do? It's like, that's bullshit. The, the, the second you stop learning is the second you die. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, if, and if, if you're, you, you should die. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just saying. <laughs> you don't, if, if you're going to sit up here and tell me that, hey, look, he's an old guy. What do you want me to do? Right. Die. That's oh, what I want okay. him to do. I'm done with him. <laughs> right. If he's yeah. if the, if we've gotten to a point, and this is pure ageism, and I don't care. It is. Yeah. I'm, by the way, stone cold sober right now. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. these these thoughts and opinions are mine and mine alone. Uh-huh. I do not represent the podcast. I represent myself. Thank you. What I'm saying is, <laughs> kill yourself. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm wow. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Kind of. Not really. What I'm saying is. Uh, I just don't buy into uh-huh. the excuse that you know they're old and they're stuck in their ways. I, you know, it yeah, just... you you clapped when those old people died in midsummer. Yeah, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they jumped have. off and they were going. <gasps> and <you> go, <laughs> yeah, did you see that dude's face smashing with that big old hammer? <laughs> Spoilers for midsummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> midsummer, if you will. Midsummer. Yeah. No, I'm 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 kidding. You know, I'm not telling anybody to kill themselves. I'm just don't hurt yourself. It's please. just upsetting to. Uh, it, it's just like you know. It's annoying. It's it's, it's frustrating. Yeah, the misogyny and 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 racism and things like that. Where, where the the excuse is that they're just they're old and so you know they should get a pass for that. Mm-hmm. It's like people, you know, you're wrong. Yeah. You know, you're wrong. You know that that's a. You know that the idea of that is taboo and controversial that's why you do it that's the whole point sure. so you know you're wrong yeah so yeah. there are levels to wrongness there is a level to what is appropriate and how much you can push the line and sometimes you got to come right up to the line and push it and then see what the response is and obviously that's what they did i don't yeah. think that they had any kind of intellectual thought behind like we're gonna you know 
they're not stand-up comedians, you know, pushing the, <laughs> right, right, the right. moral line. Or Fingers anything. on the pulse of comedy. <laughs> yeah. So and and I think it's important to say I really doubt they were trying to hurt anybody with the naming of this. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think they're they're out here trying to be predatory or whatever. But I think it was a you know not a not a name to name your beer yeah. in 2022. Yeah, it was bo- so it's just a boneheaded decision. I just don't want to think too deeply about no. it as as like um I mean I guess we have the luxury of not thinking too deeply about it. But, we we rarely do. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm I uh, I don't think we're campaigning for people to not, you know, patronize no, the No, the absolutely. Place, no. We're not canceling Wops Hops. I I'm sure we'll be back there at some point, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm about to go out to Sanford now. Maybe I'll pop in and see how see how things are going. Where's the WAP? See, I got I got a bone to pick with him. Marco, we're in toughies. Stop saying that. <laughs> Where is he? All right. Okay. So we'll see what happens. This was yep. the latest post as of this recording. Sure. So we'll see if they come back with something else, if they rename the place, if it gets burned to the ground. <laughs> who knows? Pitchforks. If there's like a picket line out there. I'll let you guys know. I'm going to be out yeah. there. So. Yeah. All right. Next thing's next. What we have to do is uh, deliver the news that some of you, most of you probably already know, but some of you may be living under a rock. Some of you may not have the streaming service. Some of you may have moved on and don't give a fuck, but uh, Netflix, the powerhouse that it is, or maybe was, hmm? last week we we talked, we kind of dipped our toes in and just said that, you know, we would, we would get back to you guys on this but i'm sure most of you are aware of the i mean borderline price gouging at this point yeah uh of 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 netflix and the fact that they lost what 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter the rumor was that they were anticipating losing 2 million more by the second quarter mm-hmm. i read an article that di- that um refuted that 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 wasn't something that they said officially. Okay. But I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't have the article on sure. hand. Sure. So sure. Maybe, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. They, I, we know for sure that they are anticipating losing, like a lot of subscribers. Yeah. They. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's two million. Excuse me, but it's been reported, and this is according to the conversation. I don't know if that's a reputable site or not. Take it with a grain of salt. It looks nice. It looks nice. Yeah. It looks. It looks real. Mm-hmm. Uh. This article by Oliver Eklund. Um, they did lose two hundred thousand subscribers um, for the first quarter of twenty twenty two. Yeah, so, so we do know that we for know sure. that for sure. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. Well, there there's actually a link to apparently that. Uh, what what you said about them losing two million? Yeah, potentially. So what they're anticipating? Right. So. That's a lot of words. Too many words. Too many words, guys. Sorry. (laughs) Too much. TechCrunch, cut it out. Mm -hmm. Give me a video. Who do you think you are? Um, The Times. How about you crunch these words a little bit? Okay. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so crunch these words. Even if they didn't officially say that, that's sort of the (laughs) the uh, the 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 blood in the water (laughs) that we're we're seeing with Netflix, and I feel like everyone. Is kind of rooting for them to fail at this point. Yeah, and that's because of a lot of really boneheaded decisions that they've made yeah. as of recent. 
Um, I mean, this is this is a long time coming. A lot of people were complaining about them kind of spreading themselves too thin and allowing some projects that, you know, were even if they were successful to a smaller degree, but showed promise outright canceling them before they had a chance to, like, get the legs underneath them. Rest in peace. Altered carbon. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Someone say Cowboy Bebop. Some. I think some. I think that some is the cast of the show. Steve. And Steve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. The show yeah. sucked. Yeah, and uh. not only that, but then delivering a budget astronomical in comparison to some of these other shows to things that, that like, you just don't. It just, like, so that's where all that's the money's going. going? Yeah. 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 Um, and now, I mean, it seems to be coming around not only on a, like, a, I don't know, a, a, a PR standpoint, but, like, a, a financial one where they're... <laughs> Sorry. I hope there's, that shows up on camera. <laughs> there's a fly. Uh, Nat. Um, Got him. Thank you. But it, it, it's now... Thank you. So, so strong. So strong. <laughs> I'm a big scary man. Yeah. Um, it's now starting to bite them in the butt to the point where they're now canceling a lot of their animated features, um, which is making a lot of people angry, too. They're just cutting the budget where they can basically trim in the fat, even if it's not like fat. In, in the in the sense of the word when it comes to creativity. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's weird. I somehow ended up in uh, animator Twitter. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I think it's just based on, like, one or two people I follow that happen to be, like, deep into animator Twitter. It's funny how you can, like, you know, dive into that end of the pool and you're looking around like, where the fuck where am I? Where am I? <laughs> These people have really strong opinions about animation. <laughs> These things that I never would have thought twice about. Yeah. This person is passionate Super about Super passionate. Yeah, yeah. And so, got, got a lot of traction with some of these tweets. Really they really do. I'm not mad at it. Uh No. Yeah, so I, I I found myself in that in that realm, <laughs> that dark realm of Twitter. Yeah. And they are livid with Netflix saying it's undervaluing like this legitimate uh expression of art and all these things and uh, you know, I think rightfully so. Yeah. yeah how can you not feel that way as an animator? How can you not feel like you know why would I why would I sell anything to Netflix or why would I be sure. a part of a Netflix show when at any moment they could just go your your worth is not worth the <laughs> sacrifice. Well, and Stranger top, Things is your fucking bullshit yeah. is not. Well, and I, I think it was a uh, a slap in the face, especially after years and years of the Oscars not respecting them either. Yeah. So I think this is just yet another kind of rallying cry for the animation crowd well once you find out the budget of stranger things for instance yeah you gotta look around and be like the fuck is going double digit millions per episode 30 million dollars 30 million dollars per episode incredible i mean bro it it doesn't even yo that show better this shit better look like because the thing is there are some shows that get produced today that don't look as good as the X-Files back in the 90s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the the creative choice, you can have a budget of 150 million dollars. But if your creative choices like don't match that budget, it's like <clears throat> it doesn't even fucking matter. Sure. Some of these shows back in the day, they had to work with 
what they could mm-hmm. and made uh, uh, gold or diamonds rather out of, out of coal. Yeah. Because they had to. That's been a uh, major talking point with the newest like Marvel shows and stuff mm-hmm. like where they're saying they're relying too much on the CG and not applying it correctly. And it's it's been. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been. Um, these shows have been wor- looking worse and worse for the wear because they're just not using it in a strategic manner because they're given just a boatload of money yeah. and saying, go on, do something with it. And, and, and not only that, but I think there's this this um, kind of knee-jerk reaction to having a Marvel property. And either it's coming from on high and someone is telling them, look, you got to make it really big. Yeah. Or it's just this inherent thing with having a Marvel, Marvel property that you just can't resist, you know, having a giant action set piece when you don't quite have the budget for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, is uh, uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. Like the, the, the car chase scene, I think it's episode one or two. Um, I think it's the first episode. Yeah. Like everyone was clowning on that yeah. chase scene because of the bad CG. Yeah. And like, I, I liked it. Uh, well, I, it's, I it's, it's it a car cool. chase scene. Why does there need to be any CG? Make it a practical car right, chase. Right, right. Spend the money on you yeah. know, practical uh, practical car chase. Um, but instead it was fully CG. There's so much of it that looks like it's just done on a, on a green screen set. Well, uh, the irony of Moon Knight being the show that like some, a lot of people are criticizing for this is that some scenes in the show are really really well done Mm -hmm. and very tastefully and artfully done and then they're juxtaposed with like just slapdash and just yeah of of you could tell just money was thrown at it Mm -hmm. and it's like man this isn't really well balanced because sometimes you're watching it and you're like wow like that was a very cool scene that they did. That was mm-hmm. very and Oscar Isaac. I mean, he's, he's oh the yeah, fucking yeah. man. Ethan Hawke too. The guy can't do any wrong. Yeah. Ethan Hawke for sure. Yeah, those two. Come on, man. They're mm-hmm. just so power duo. Uh, it is funny because you watch the show and you go, I know that you're capable of doing better with this. Yeah, I know. And and Moon Knight is a character that they could do like they could get really weird and really creative with and instead sure. it seems like sometimes they're resting on their laurels of like being an MCU show mm. and being able to just you know put that front and center and go what are you going to do are you not going to watch this sure. sit it's down. mandatory viewing you sit down and you watch the show it's a canon show <laughs> is it canon it's kind canon. of canon <laughs> <laughs> there will be one element that you can point out in the next MCU movie Someone will reference this. Yeah. Do you want to miss the reference? <laughs> no, I don't want to miss the reference. I need the reference. Then shut up, baby. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I like that bit. We have to <laughs> get to more with that. I like that. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, they're, they – <laughs> to get back to Netflix, sure. <laughs> they lost two hundred thousand subscribers. Rumor has it they're anticipating. Rumor has it mm. they're anticipating losing two million subscribers, and uh, people, like you said, are kind of championing this, and they're happy about it mm-hmm. because Netflix. You know, you, you, you when you go to Netflix nowadays. 
what do you what do you watch on Netflix? I couldn't even tell you at this point. Yeah, I mean, most of my streaming's on Disney Plus mm-hmm. uh, and HBO. Mm-hmm. And why? Because they have better shows, mm-hmm. better content, mm-hmm. better movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just objectively, they just yeah. have better content. Overall, better. Netflix is producing things like like weird reality te- like dating show like MTV level dating shows. Well, it's it's all and I know we've touched on this before, but it's all just for the lowest common denominator. They know that's what makes money generally. Right. Uh, but for I I think that that landscape is changing a little bit. It sh- seems like it's shifting. Well, Netflix Netflix is always I remember I remember reading like years ago when um um Beasts of No Name the uh-huh. Idris Elba movie yeah. that came out. Yeah. I remember reading an article where someone from Netflix was like, or because no, no country beast of no nation nation. No nation. Yes. We got there. We got there. Excuse me. I remember because people were like, it just got snubbed for an Oscar, mm. at least a nomination. And this was way back when the Academy was like, the fuck is a streaming service? Streaming. We're not, we're not, who, who are these people? So when, when that happened, basically Netflix, the the entire plan once netflix destroyed blockbuster mm-hmm. their entire plan was to become a channel not a streaming service they want to be a thing that produces things that you can just go to netflix the channel and watch uh reality tv shows then movies then cartoons like you can have family friendly affair and then you can watch your drama when you put the kids to bed and then your teens can watch their bullshit reality tv shows like (laughs) we really hate teen dramas oh man i (laughs) dude don't get started yeah exactly um so their their whole thing was to be a a thing that produced stuff not just A thing that so that's why you go on there and first of all you can't watch any of your favorite movies because they're like we're not going to carry those we want you to watch netflix shows you watch a movie like fucking i don't know you watch top gun and sure. then they're like oh you like top gun you might like this dating show that we produce and it's like <laughs> what are you talking about what what do you why would you what what yeah so that's been their whole thing, but the problem is they've been they've been choosing to do to to produce shows that that like like you're saying like the landscape is changing. Why would you produce that show? Why wouldn't you take a chance on this weirder thing that people are like they gave 3 seasons to Dark mm-hmm. and every time I talk to somebody about Dark, they're like, "Oh, it's the greatest thing I've ever watched in my entire yeah. life. It's one of the best shows ever." Mm-hmm. Or if I have if if I cuz I haven't watched it yet. But anytime I ask somebody like well, what are you watching on Netflix? And they have seen Dark. They're mm. like, it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those shows. Why not spend money on that stuff? $30 million for Stranger Things? Yeah. And those kids are in their 40s now. <laughs> $30 million for what? Yeah. Man, I cannot wait for that that season to come out because I need to see with my own eyes what yeah. $30 million looks <laughs> what like. What that buys on screen per episode. So, I mean, and and... You know, like you said, the, you moved on to different streaming services because they're producing better content and they just have stored on their better content. So it's like, yeah, well, and, and you know, the thing that really uh, pre- preceded this uh, open hatred for Netflix uh, was the fact that they're talking about, <clears throat> and I think actively pursuing, uh, limiting the amount of sub- no, subscribers, the amount of logins on <clears throat> each subscriber's 
account. Oh yeah, of course we have to talk about that password sure. sharing. I mean that's that's been the the biggest. That's been. That's been. Um, <laughs> that's been. <laughs> that's been the the biggest sort of headline just before this epic meltdown of of, of Netflix's subscribers. I, I they obviously have to do with each other. Like there there's no way these two things aren't connected. Right. Um, Absolutely. So uh, I think this should show Netflix. Don't do that. It's not worth it. But I, I don't think I don't think that Netflix is in the business of giving a fuck with what people think. I think they're I think I don't know, man, unless they change directions soon. Yeah, I just don't see them. I see them like going down with the ship. Like it, it looks like when you when you see the moves that they make, because first of all, you raise the price on anything. And people are going to go, okay, well, what am I paying for? Why am I paying more money for the thing? And then Netflix has to go, well, because we're producing more content and we need, you know. So it's like, okay, what am what am I paying for, though? Like, show me what I'm paying yeah. for. And yeah. then they go, here's um, a show where people are blind and they date each other. We call it Blind Date. I don't know if that's a real thing. <laughs> I think that's a real thing. Uh huh. No, Well, there's Love is Blind. Is that what but I'm no, talking that, about? That's one where they just don't see each other. They're yeah, not they actually don't. blind. Right. Man, it would be so much better if they were actually blind. <laughs> and also inclusive if they were sure. actually blind. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. It's too bad. See, Netflix, you missed you missed your opportunity to do something nice for a uh, uh, different range the, of The non-seeing folk. The non-seeing yeah. folks. Uh, so, you show, so somebody like myself who doesn't watch reality TV shows, reality TV shows at all. In fact, I hate them with a, with a passion. Mm. Except Fortune Fire. I mean, of course. Yeah. But I just, I wouldn't even call that a reality TV show. It's hard for me to even call that. I guess it's, I, it's more of a competition. I like competition reality TV shows. Those yeah. are the only, yeah. those are the only ones that, that any kind of like dramatic reality TV show sure. or anything that's played up for, you know. Um, so for me personally, you can't sell me on that. So what else are you doing? Uh, well, we're producing movies. Okay, well, what, what, what movies are we doing? Well, we'll, we'll be, we did like six movies with Ryan Reynolds. I was like, okay, cool. Yep. What else are we doing? Well, we did like eight movies with Adam Sandler. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, what? what why would I keep this service in the first place? Yeah. Like, even at the base price, I'm like, do I really even need Netflix? Now you're charging me more so that I can watch eight movies with Ryan Reynolds? Mm-hmm. Nothing against the man, but it's like, I'm kind of tired of the Ryan Reynolds shtick. Well, and it's not only that, but to me, it's like they, they seem to focus on these huge ensemble, like, superstar movies. Yeah. With, like, Gal Gadot and stuff. Yeah. And they're all terrible. Yeah, they're just bad they're movies. They're so bad. Yeah. And it's like, if you did something with those actors, fine. But it seems like all these things are, like, haphazardly slapped together yeah. uh, out of the algorithm and suddenly they, they, they present it to you on a plate like, this is what you want, right? This is what you want? Yeah? Right? <laughs> Please. Yeah? This is what you yeah, want? You like these people, don't, don't you? Don't you like these people? Um, I'm looking at the critical reception of The Adam Project with his latest. Right. Uh, the 2022 Netflix-produced Ryan Reynolds movie. Excuse me. Ugh, gross. Oof. I know. <laughs> it's sitting at a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 55% on Metacritic. So middling reviews. I'm sure that it did really well 
because it's Ryan Reynolds. But yeah, yeah, and and honestly, that was one of the higher rated of of those like oh yeah big well, star led projects. What well, what was the uh, what was the Gal Gadot movie called? Something Notice, not Burn Notice. Red Notice. Red I Notice. I think. Yeah, it was Red Notice. Shouldn't be called that either. It's too close to Burn Notice. It's true. Thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Thirty seven percent on Metacritic. Now yeah. that is obviously not like a exact science. But you know what Rotten Tomatoes is. I don't have to explain this to you. Sure. You know what it means when a movie is sitting at 36%. It's dog shit. Yeah. Okay? Usually. <clears throat> Most of the time. Not every time. Most of the time. Well, that, that's the first thing that came to mind when I, I just saw this recently um, reported new movie on Netflix called The Gray Man. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a Russo Brothers movie, which... They can do spy movies. They can, but have they? They did uh, Winter Soldier. Have they since? <laughs> have they since? No. What have you done for me lately done? is yeah. my, my question, my friend. Um, because from what I know, the Russo brothers haven't made anything of you know note since. Didn't they do Endgame? Yes. I'm saying, okay, you're since saying since MCU the Marvel run. stuff. Yes. Okay. Outside right, right, of the right. Marvel stuff, right, right, it right. seems yeah. like... I mean, they've worked as producers, which has been cool. They actually uh, produced uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Which, which you had very high price I've, for. I still want to... I, I want to take a moment on every episode while it's still in theaters and beyond to and let beyond. you know you should watch Everything Everywhere All at Once, please. Um, but yeah, this this movie... It has Ryan Reynolds, excuse me, Ryan Gosling. A better Ryan. Uh, wow. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go uh, to bat for Gosling over Reynolds, for sure. You kidding me? You want to do this? You think Reynolds better than Gosling? My only, my only critique here is that I feel like Reynolds is a better comedic actor. Gosling, I don't know if I would even go that far, honestly. Gosling's more charming. I think Gosling's uh, comedic chops are uh, underrated. He's a better actor, I'll he's say for sure overall, a actor. definitely. So I mean, I, I okay, crazy listen. stupid love would like to have a word with you about his comedic time. Yes, I know, <laughs> and he was great on SNL too. And uh, uh, I was gonna say the new guys, not the new guys or the <laughs> other guys, but the something guys with uh, um, with uh, of Russell Crowe. Of course, yeah, was, yeah. I mean, what do you mean? Of course, that's what I'm saying. Like you fucking. All right, fine, fine. I'm just, I mean, I'm just fine. saying. What, what, what are your examples? Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds for a thousand, for the thousandth time? That's, that's fine. People look, are always look. like, oh, he's perfect in Deadpool. Yeah, of course he was. He played himself he's playing, again. He's playing the one guy he always plays. He played fucking uh, uh, Van Wilder. He's just, he's just been Van Wilder for his almost his sure. entire career. That's who he is. That, it's yeah. He's just himself. Right. Right. Which is great, you know. I'm not trying to disparage him. Yes, I know this tone sounds like I hate. I don't hate Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I like Ryan Reynolds yeah. a lot. I think he's great. Sure, but I also am like, we get it. He's really good at one thing. Yes, and, and that's yes. okay. Yes, that's okay. He's like he's like Ray Allen, man. He's like or late career Ray Allen. Uh huh. Just chucking up threes. Is he gonna knock him down? Of course he is. He has the perfect form. Sure. Can he do anything else? <laughs> not really. Not not uh heat. Not, not Miami great. Heat, Ryan uh, Ray Allen. <laughs> not Miami Heat, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's for sure. Seattle Supersonics, Ray Allen, for sure. Yeah, you're aging yourself. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, 
<laughs> okay, we've come to the agreement. Gosling is the superior Ryan. Yeah. Um, Chris Evans and Ana de Armas. I say Chris Pine is the better Chris too. You want to do that? We can do it later. Let's talk. No, 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 we'll no, we'll no, talk no. later about like the better, the best Chris. Be- okay. Yeah. The best Ryan. I think Chris Pine's the best Chris. Yeah. Well, on the, according to the internet, Chris Pratt's dead. Yeah, well, he's the worst Chris, apparently. Sure. You know, we defended him. We did. And I stand on that. Oh, absolutely. I feel good about it. I'm glad we did. Yeah. And uh, then did you see James Gunn jump in there? So the One of those tweets that went viral that was like, uh, just replace him with um, Patrick Wilson. Which, again, like, Patrick oh, Wilson. Oh, yeah, I saw that tweet. I love I love Patrick Wilson for two reasons. I think he's fantastic in everything that he does. Sure. And it's so funny that he is just this nondescript white dude. Yeah. It's crazy how if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, and I'd let him walk by for miles before I was like, Patrick Wilson, get the (laughs) fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah. And uh, yeah, that tweet, it was basically like, hear me out, Hollywood. Just replace him. Just replace Chris Pratt with Patrick Wilson, Mm -hmm. which... You know, obviously, doesn't really work on a lot of levels. No, um, but uh, James Gunn jumped in and was like, "Why? Because mm. of like your made-up hatred of the guy. Sure. None of you even fucking know him. Yeah, and you jump in here, and you're like, oh, you want him to be replaced? And he's like, yeah, go- I, I like what James he was like, go ahead and replace him. Mm-hmm. Watch what happens. We all will leave with him." Yeah. Because, you know, you don't know him. Yeah. He's, he's, from all accounts, a great guy in person. And, and it, you know, he's, he's a troubling past with his religion. But, you know, what white person doesn't? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. Judge most of them do. I'd say, not, I'd say, like, you know, most religious white people. Most, I mean, most religions religious in general. Religious people, yeah. Uh, you know? troubling troubling things that you have to come to grips with with those people there are elements and i would dare say every religion that are Mm -hmm. problematic Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah uh do not throw stones in a glass house if you will that's what they say yeah yeah okay uh so this what did you want to say about this well just that this seems like another one of those cookie cutter action movies that they slapdash together uh they get you know uh uh Uh, on an ensemble that should make perfect sense, yep. right? This should be gold. This should make perfect sense. This should be an awesome spy thriller. Yeah. And I just have zero faith. Yeah. I have zero faith in this panning out. Now, mind you, I could be eating my words, and I hope that I, I hope that I do. Um, but I, Netflix has proven time and time again they cannot be trusted. Yeah. So we're. We're sitting here and we're watching Netflix produce these shows, spend all this exuberant amount of money on on these these different things, and you have no faith in them, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're being charged more money for a, a, a producer that you have no confidence in, and you just have to watch these things get made. And then, you know, it, it's, it's fascinating, really, to watch as Netflix kind of goes down with the ship. Sure. Because I just I just really believe that they have to change directions on this either the the password sharing thing or the they're not going to not raise prices. That's that's oh, just yeah, going to no, happen. That's that's been proven time and time again. 
but the the password sharing thing they have to they have to take a step back on that it's crazy like one person pointed out millions of people probably pointed this out but i saw one tweet about it where it got they were basically like what's wrong there's an issue with five people sharing the password in one household but if two people share it in a different household that's all all of a sudden that's a problem it doesn't make any sense it's an arbitrary thing where you're like what do you what's the problem yeah you guys are the ones who are facilitating this you guys netflix is they're the ones who went in and and said go ahead and create multiple profiles for Mm. people how is that not telling people that it's okay to do this? Yeah, then to turn yeah. around and be like, "You sons of bitches! How dare you!" Right, right. Well, I I turned to uh, wise words that I got from my manager back in the day when I was with an agency, and we were all complaining about you know not getting some perk at work. Right, it was either to be able to leave early on a Friday or something, or being able to work from home on Fridays. This is you know obviously pre pre pandemic, um, pre pre pandemic. You know. I was talking to my manager, and, I was, and we were talking about that specifically. I'm like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Why don't we just do it? it makes perfect sense. Like, we're all in agreement. We can all get our work done, yada, yada, yada. And he goes, mm-hmm. well, look, let me tell you, tell it to you this way. It's like, basically, it, it's a Pandora's box situation. Mm-hmm. Once we allow <laughs> this to happen, it is forever. Mm. We cannot put the genie back, yeah. right? You, it is so easy to give allowances for things. It's so easy to give more benefits, perks, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It is nearly impossible to take those away once you've given them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it is a, a nightmare to, to try to take rights <laughs> and benefits away, which is what we're seeing now in most every workplace that's well, now returning to work. Yeah, I mean, my argument would be why would you want to take those things away from people? Well, if you uh, if you have been able to find it in your infrastructure as a business to be able to afford to do those things for people, that's it. Sure. Now you're able to do them. Yeah. Why would you ever take them away? Well, that's exactly the point, and that's why there's so much um, animosity towards both you know employers and Netflix now mm-hmm. <laughs> because we've been allowed to do this for so long. Yeah. Without a peep. And how much has it hurt their bottom line? They're producing a show for $30 million an episode. You got the money. Why are you coming after us? Because they need more. (laughs) Because apparently they're losing out. They're losing out. So I bring that up just to say I feel like that's the exact situation we're going through right now with Netflix. Where they're like, we're hurting now. So we need to start adding things up to, to make... Uh, our bottom line a little better. Yeah. And in doing that, they actually hurt their bottom line even more. So, you know, I think it's a, it, it's a sage wisdom to learn that <laughs> you can't just take things away. Yeah. You just can't. You can't do it. Yeah. Well, you can't give people things and then take them sure. away for sure. Well, and, and that's it. You have to be very careful about sort of the limitations you set <clears throat> and, and allowances you give. Because if you give them, you got to keep giving them because mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you can't change that unless yeah. you're making it better. Well, <clears throat> we will see. I don't have very high hopes for what's about to happen to Netflix or to the consumer base. Sure. I uh, am one of those password sharers. And so if I lose. We all are. We all are. 
No, no, no. I'm saying I'm one of the people that like. Oh, okay. You know you're you're a Sherry. Yeah, I'm a Sherry. Yeah. Yeah. So if uh, if it comes to pass that they're just like, nah, you have to. You have to live with this person. It's just like, all right, well, then I'm just not going to use Netflix anymore. That's Guess really... I'm moving in. Yeah. <laughs> that person doesn't live. They live very far away. So, I, yeah, I mean, I just don't. There's not enough content on there that is even worth the, the ticket price. So yeah. if they were to take away my access to Netflix, I'd just be like, all right, peace, motherfucker. Uh, I'm, I'm paying for other shit that, like, is worth the money. Sure. Yeah, so, I, I think that's the general consensus because, I mean, the only thing I can see working out is if they do, if they don't allow that, <laughs> strangely enough, this is like a, a an Amazon situation where it just feels better to have free shipping even if the price is higher. Yeah. I think this is one of the situations where, like, even if they hike the price up a little bit more, and don't do this, you know, lockdown of your your profile. I think that's going to be better than if they were to offer a cheaper option. Oh, we haven't even talked about the ad sh- the ad supported cheaper oh, option. Yeah. We don't have time. No, <laughs> we don't have time. Yeah, just know that they are debating on creating an ad supported cheaper option a broke ass version yeah exactly the the iphone uh cheap if you will the Mm. the plastic one where you're like this ain't really the iphone right i cannot imagine watching netflix with ads no it would be upsetting you yeah the entire point of netflix was was content at the tip of your fingers no ads right no breaks, yeah. just watching your shows. We're losing out it's on the benefit. It's crazy that we've well, gotten to this point in society. You can tell it's society. It's society. You can tell that they're believing their own shit at this point. Oh, because yeah. Because, you, you, I mean, I can just put myself in that in that boardroom where they're like, of course they're willing to watch commercials now. We make some of the greatest original content. Yeah. Oh, dude, they must... they must be filling themselves so much with the movies that they made and the, te- the shows that they're probably just like... Well, why wouldn't they sit through an ad? They, well, I mean, fuck them. You know? They, they need to sit through an ad. We got to pay for this shit. Hulu doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. And we're better than Hulu. No, you're not. <laughs> Hulu, at least, is showing, like, network network TV sure. shows that people still want. You don't get to come behind the networks. There's live TV on Hulu, too, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Hulu has live sports. There you Probably go. Probably not the sports that you want to watch, but. That commercial seeped into my yeah. <laughs> medulla yeah, yeah, yeah. oblongata. Uh-huh. All right, all right. We're running out of time here, and we need to talk about Doctor Strange. Okay. I mean, we don't need to talk about it, but someone has to. Some somebody has Please. to address this. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of, of madness. madness. One of the most hotly anticipated Marvel movies, and just movies in general, is coming very, very, very soon. We've been seeing a lot of trailers about it. Um, in fact, they released the final, final trailer very recently. I don't, I didn't sit through the whole thing because I'm like, I don't need to. I did. I got even, it. I'm, I, I didn't even bother watching it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm gonna yeah. watch it. It's coming out next week. Just wait. There you go. Apparently, there are queer elements in this movie. Uh huh. And uh, some countries that are a little behind the times 
didn't have uh, very kind things to, to, to feel or say about these things. And sure. so um, they wanted Disney to basically edit out these elements. And so I wonder why they would think that Disney would do such a thing. Right. Strangely, a country, an entire country would be like, you're going to edit that out, right? Mm -hmm. And Disney was like, not this time. <laughs> not this time. Uh-huh. We're taking a stand sure. this time. Yeah, yeah. Because Disney, spoiler alert, in the past has been very, very lax on things like that. Probably thinking that people wouldn't notice because, like, you know, if you're in America, who gives a shit what Saudi Arabia is watching or what China is watching? China. China. Huge. But given the current state of affairs and given the current state of Disney's affairs, yes, they had a vested interest at this point. Right. You're welcome from Florida. Uh-huh. To finally take a stand. Disney's finally taking a stand. Yeah. This is one of this is one of the reasons why sometimes when you when you hear like conspiracy theorists or like you know people on the right or like just just people who like have shitty opinions in general okay. when when yeah. they say things <laughs> when not everybody on the right has <laughs> shitty opinions I'm sorry that was worded poorly uh huh most of them do but not all of them we just lost one subscriber <laughs> <laughs> but. <clears throat> when they say things like, you know, uh, Disney's this this liberal company, this left leaning company, sure. uh, but they're all they're all just businessmen. They're all full of shit. They're all just yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you like sometimes you like I can't argue with that because I'm um, sorry, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's absolutely true. It's been proven time and time again. I mean, the, the thing that I always point to is. Uh, the fact that they couldn't have a Star Wars poster with a black character on it. Yeah. Like, it, like that just is a sucker punch for anyone who ever thought Disney had the right intentions in mind. It shows you what they truly value, which is money. Finn was front and center in the trailers. He's the first thing that you see. Yeah. When, when, you for, when, when the uh, Force Awakens came out, he's the first person that you see. And yet this person can't be on the movie trailer. No. And, and there's there's a lot of speculation that I can't help but believe to some degree that his character was supposed to be the, the real hero of this entire thing. Yeah. And was sidelined <clears throat> for a, a, a white lady instead. And a white man. And a white man. Because she, you know, Ray, Ray, she gets her shit, but you know, she gets her shit off. But also Kylo, you know, he gets his shit off. Oh, sure, like, sure. If you if you're <laughs> but Kylo was a good character, so Kylo is a good character. Like Ray's Ray's a good character too. She's just written in a way that like you're just like, man, this is so obvious. You know, there's no yeah. subtlety, it's there's no nuance with this character. It's just so obviously done to like, hey, look, now you have a woman Jedi that you that we can make toys and we can sell. And it's like, ah, man, you could have just done this in a way that was like natural well, and, and the, felt real. Yeah. And the mystery kind of sucks. It's just boring. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it, she's related to Palpatine. <laughs> I, like, I like the meme of them always going back to uh, uh, Oscar Isaac saying, somehow Palpatine survived or something or whatever, whatever the line <laughs> was. Because it's so stupid. <laughs> They're like, what? I think he says, some, somehow Palpatine's back. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and you're like, that's where yeah. we're going. 
Oh, man. Because it is just like exemplifies the effort that they put into <sighs> making that make sense. I'm glad we were drunk for that movie because oh, it, it made it dude. so much better. We were so... I when I rewatched it, yeah. I was like, I don't remember any of this. I had such a good time the yeah. first time I watched it. Oh, I tuned in on all the best parts, and I left the movie going, "That was awesome, that movie rocked." That, that was, was awesome. incredible. I went back and watched it again, and I was like, "Yo, oh. this movie sucks. I can't believe I like this when I watched." Yeah. But I can't. I was hammered. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. They Disney took a stand and said, no, we will not edit out those LGBTQ plus elements of this movie because we are taking a stand. We are Disney and we represent for the 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 people that can't represent for themselves. We are fighting for those that can't fight for themselves. We are the voice for the voiceless. Yeah. As long as. Is it lines our pockets? <laughs> right. I am convinced that some of these companies like Disney, if they knew that they could make millions, billions of dollars producing quote unquote right wing content, mm-hmm. they would do it at the drop of a hat. Oh sure. The fact of the matter is, you're not gonna make five hundred million dollars with a movie starring Gina Carano. Because it, it just ain't, yeah. this is not the way that people, that's not the shit that people want to watch. But if they did. James Woods. <laughs> exactly. Starring in. Dude, do you you really think that Disney is taking an actual political stance on anything that doesn't. Absolutely not. Li- line their pockets, that doesn't make sure that the money train keeps rolling? Yeah. This whole thing with the don't say gay bill. That's not <laughs> what it's called. They had ample opportunity to step up and do something about it. Not until their employees, their fucking, everybody had to be like, what are you doing? Why are you? And then finally, it's somebody said that it was like a case study in ineptitude. Yeah. Because not only did they wait until the most inopportune moment to say something. They downplayed it for a while. Yeah. They finally did something about it when it was too late. And then when they finally said something about it, they waited so long that not only did the bill pass, but now Florida legislature is coming after them for not backing them up. So not only... And raising our taxes. Not only are they facing the consequences of speaking up, but they're facing even more consequences because they spoke up too late. They got their worst case scenario. Exactly. Right. They couldn't have handled it worse. And it's because they sat on the fence. Right. And that should be a lesson to everyone who sits on the fence on issues. Right. You you have to side with something. Educate yourself. Figure out what's best for you or your company. And then sit, my friend. Mm-hmm. You can't sit on the fence. You got to find a way. Or keep your fucking mouth shut. Sure. That's an option, too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, like, if they had just, like, shut the fuck up about the whole thing. Yeah, people would be upset. They'd say, oh, you didn't do anything, blah, 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 right. blah. And then the shit would subside. And all those people who were upset, they probably wouldn't support Disney anymore. But think about, like, in the long run. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think they're too big to have just gone on mute. I don't think so. I think so because I think there was so much chatter about it. Because it was one of those things that, like, people dug up about where Disney's money was going. 
and then it, it was one of the things you know it's it just like what happened yeah but they do they we we People know this, and it and it hasn't stopped. And but, the uh, Disney Plus from being one of the we we have Disney Plus. We watch sure. it all the time. We know where that money's going. It's not, you know, what I mean, like it's sure. Well, I was gonna say it, it's just like what happened with like Chick Fil A. You know, yeah. Like, people are upset about it, understandably so. It it <laughs> Chick Fil A. It sucks that that's where the money is going to some degree, but you know how many gay people I know who go, I still eat a Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> like, listen, listen, man. You're celebrating, or you're 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 separating art from artists. Uh huh. Well, yeah. It seems like it's very convenient. People know how to do that when it it's in their best interest. Sure, sure. Like I'm not going to give up chicken sandwiches, so I can separate the art from the artist. I think that there was just such a a swell. Like a I'm a Wendy's swell. guy, by the way. I did give up Chick Fil A. Really? If somebody buys it for me, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. be like. Bleh. Bleh. I still use Chick-fil-A. But I haven't been there in a long time. Is it a political stance or is it convenience? I'll let you decide. <laughs> There's just not a Chick-fil-A around me. One is open on Sundays. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, hey, open it up on Sundays. You might have a different mm-hmm. crowd showing up. Maybe the, like, Atheist Sundays. And it's yeah. just for all the, you know, they only all the sell, non-believers. They only sell spicy chicken sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where you're going. Yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> it's going to be hot where you're going. Um, but, yeah, I... I I think there was just such a groundswell because this was something that wasn't newly discovered, but I think for a lot of people was unveiled for the first time that this is where the money's going. Well, you saw this have went publics too. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of these big companies, because they have so much money invested and are so into sort of this, I don't want to say just like free market, but like are into less, fewer taxes. Um, they tend to lean right because yeah. that's a you know generally a, a, a conservative viewpoint. But if you're already donating that kind of money to those things, I mean, do you first of all do you really think that that's going to stay secret forever? And second of all, you're already kind of sh- playing your hand. You know, you're already mm-hmm. kind of showing your hand on that. Sure. So, like, what difference does it make if you come out later and go, "Our bad"? Like, well, you already donated the millions of dollars. Sure, so what di- I think this is. I think specifically Disney. I, I, this is the biggest company that I can remember being called out for this yeah. in recent history. Um, I think this is a reckoning of sorts that is going to have a lot of companies starting to look into their investments and see if they can handle a situation that you know involves this kind of uh, negative PR. Yeah, and and uh, you know because I I think that if Disney were to have just stayed silent. And let's say uh, the new MCU movie comes out. I think there would be enough of a backlash that would hit them in the pocket. I do think there would have been. Um, I, they couldn't have just ignored this for long because their their sort of facade is so LGBTQ plus friendly. There's gay days at Disney World. You know, like... yeah. It is. It, it's so ingrained in Disney being the happiest place on earth that if there's, there's any any crack in that facade, I feel like it kind of ruins the entire thing. So them specifically as a company that couldn't. I don't think. I mean, they could obviously blow through this like nothing because they have billions upon billions of dollars. Yeah. But would it hurt them? Yeah, I think it would have. I disagree, and I'll and I'll say that we'll find out when these next couple of movies come out, how much it really affects their bottom line. We'll see if they stand their ground against China. 
China. Because they're a far bigger audience than Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So if China has an issue China. With, with any of this, we'll see where their priorities really stand. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you right now, I really don't feel like uh, 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 Disney is going to stand 10 toes against China. I just don't I just don't see it. I think they have to. I think they have to. They, I just don't see in it. for a penny in for a pound at this point. I think I they know. they have to stand by, you know, their their <laughs> new standards. Yeah. I don't know. I think that uh I think they're going to fucking fold. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Well, <clears throat> there's only one we 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 have to play the waiting game on this because yep. we have to find out like how uh um uh Doctor Strange does how Thor does, and and like you said, how how they're gonna handle it when China decides like we don't want to see that shit either. So yeah. we'll get back to you guys on that. Maybe another recap. <clears throat> but I think we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But before we do that, you know what we have to do? It's weekend. It's week out. We have to big up the people doing cool shit, or maybe mm. just cool things in general. Sure. It's time for the cheers of the week, Obi. Who's your cheers of the week? My cheers of the week is Stephen King. All right. <laughs> Different. I say that because I just recently finished the novel of The Shining. Um, the Shining. Which is uh, obviously a stone, stone cold classic of a film. Mm. Uh, but I had long heard that show, Stephen show. King absolutely hated Kubrick's movie. Yes. So Kubrick's <coughs> movie. Movie. Um, Kubrick's so movie. I had the novel. It was staring me in the face. And I felt like it was the right time to get into it. So I did. And I, I, what I've been doing recently with books I've been reading is I've been pairing it with the audio book. Mm. So I, I can kind of double team it. So when I'm driving to work, for instance, or I'm on lunch or I'm at the gym, I can get through a few chapters. Then I get home and then I'll actually read. Yeah. Um, so highly recommend that for anyone who's busy. Uh, I like that. How do you, uh, so what do you do? Like, uh, you, like you're on your way to work or you're on your way to the store or whatever you, you get like maybe a page or two in. Then when you get to the crib, you just find what page yeah. you left off at and then you fast forward when you get back in the car. Is that what you do? Pretty much. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I, I try to make it easy on myself and I'll like stop at a chapter. So I can find the chapter okay, and be yeah. good to go from there. Right, you know? right, right. Or if I'm reading, I will get to the end of a chapter and be like, okay, I'm stopping here. And I'll pick it up on the, the uh, on Audible uh, yeah. next time. So I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but I prefer the novel. <laughs> it's wildly different, especially towards the end. <coughs> uh, yes, I, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't read the novel, but I heard that um, Kubrick took a lot of liberties he did he did uh but i think it for anyone who's seen the movie but not read the book i think it's one of those that like there's enough in the book that's completely different that it's worth a read yeah it's not one of those that you're like yeah i know what's gonna happen next and mm. all that so yeah, yeah very you know if you've read stephen king you know what to expect yeah very well written characters a lot of Spooky moments. Spooky um, moments from Q. I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. So I can not recommend it enough. Check out the Stephen King classic, The Shining. I'm now reading Doctor Sleep because it's a uh, nice. sequel. Nice. So, yeah, I love it. That's great. Great cheers. Uh, my cheers of the week is going to 
And if you know me, if you know this show, you kind of have to expect it. Push a T. Of course. <clears throat> ah. Push a T. Push a ton. Released his newest album, It's Almost Dry. Coming off of his 2018 coke rap masterpiece, Daytona. This album is uh, 12 tracks split down the middle between Pharrell and Kanye West producing. Mm -hmm. And I will say the production, you can tell it's pretty obvious who's producing what. And it's a little it's a little jarring because like it kind of feels like the mood goes back and forth Mm -hmm. and it's kind of obvious so if there it's was like a, a tennis match, like yes, yes, <laughs> they yes. lob it over to each other for sure. Back and, to back. And if I could say that there was any, if I could criticize it in any way, it would be that uh-huh. that the production is a little not inconsistent because all the beats are dope, but sure. like kind of weird. Yeah, flow wise. <laughs> but as far as the songs, lyrically, thematically, I think it it push a T. I mean, he honestly could rap about cocaine and wealth and just luxury <laughs> rap for his, for the rest of his sure. life, as long as he continues. See, and, and my thing was, I was I wouldn't say that I was worried, but I was like, I just wonder how he's gonna top Daytona because yeah. it was such a tight, concise. It's seven songs, and mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, what more? I, I I've said to people who ask me about it, it's like seven tracks is perfect. I don't know how much longer you can talk about one thing sure. and still make it hot. And then he turned around and he proved me wrong because he, I mean, obviously is enough to keep, con- first of all, continue sustaining his career, but second of all, making another album that is arguably better than Daytona. I'm still kind of I don't know. Yeah. But I think you can make an argument that it's it's his best project. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best projects of the year. He wasn't lying when he said it would be a contender for album of the year. I've it's firmly in my top five right now. We're gonna see what happens with the rest of the year because uh, there's some cool projects coming out. Tori Moi's coming out next or in a couple of days actually. Hmm. So that should be fun. Uh, see if that's the best album of the year collectively. Well, and you've already talked about Orville. And yes, Orville Peck is definitely in there for sure. I have, I'm actually keeping a list. Okay, good, good, yeah. I, I've meant to, but I'll go back and do that myself. Because there have been some really, really great albums that have come out in the past couple months. Yeah, I got the Drug Church album. Uh, Wet Leg was fantastic. You guys should listen to Wet Leg. Uh, Saba's new album, Currency's new album, and uh, Pusha T's in there. I think a couple more in there, and I'm going to keep keep track of it. Oh, uh, I said the Drug Church album? I said yeah, Drug yeah, Church. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> it's almost dry. It's out now. Go listen to that. It's hot. I'm going to, as soon as I get in the car, probably going to start <laughs> it back up again. Sure, yeah. So, there you go. All, All right. right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's the cheers. Here's the beers. Obi, what'd you think of the OEC <laughs> Oak Fermented Brown Ale, their uh, alt beer? Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, as a, it's very well balanced, and that's what I've come to expect from OEC. You know, all of all of their beers so far have been, at very least, great. Mm. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. And I feel like this goes right along the, that same line. Um, for me, it's a four and a half. Um, light drinker. 
enough flavor to, to have you come back for more. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say like over the top in any way, but that's okay. Yeah. Because sometimes you just want a, a, a nice drinking German brown ale. Yeah. So it's the spot. <clears throat> I am going to give it a five. I think it's a great brown ale. I'd say the only thing that's keeping me from like bumping the score up even higher is that I mean it's 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 great, but for the price, I mean this thing was expensive. Yeah, I'm not gonna you know. Yeah, it's a factor. It's a fact. It is a factor, and I am lucky enough to work at a bar, so I you know I get them for you know get it for the low. You know Mm. what I mean? But like if like retail, this it's crazy for a four pack of this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to tell anybody what to charge for their product. But what I will say is, like, is it does it justify that price? Not, uh, God, it's. I feel like I'm insulting them. I don't want to, like, insult no, no, them for the price, but, like. Not at all. It's based on your, and this entire show review is based on your specific uh, flavor palette. Yeah. So, for someone else, it could absolutely justify the price. Yeah. This could be somebody's favorite beer. Yeah, true, true. And I'm giving it a five. Yeah, that's which great. is a high score <laughs> yeah, that's, on this show. That is that is awesome. So I'm not like yeah, I'm not shitting on the beer. It's great. It's fantastic. I think it's I think it's 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 uh it's light bodied, um, but yeah. still like uh flavor wise kind of complex. It's mm-hmm. malty, kind of caramelly, little little touch of sweetness. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But I wouldn't pay retail for this. There's there's just no way I would I would spend what I spent what I would have spent on mm. a four pack. Yeah. So I guess that's really my critique. It's a little bougie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get it again because mm. I would look at that price and go, no, yeah. <laughs> I'll just drink fucking Maduro. Right. You know? <laughs> sure. Fuck that. Oh, well, you're, you're cheap. So, well, I think the cool shit. I think that's better. the, the, uh, uh, the pot calling the kettle black, right? Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah no I, I i would definitely pick the cool ship lager over this one personally yeah. but good good stuff still in the oec family good stuff good stuff all right a four and a half for you good sir and a five for me you think we got it i know we got it well then let's get the fuck out of here this has been the one beer in podcast for myself marco dupa for adam obesius rodriguez yeah boy Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you.